Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Don't forget that if you enjoy this episode, my self-help books, Patreon community slash bonus content, and metaphysical services are available at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode. This episode's topic is art as therapy. Oh, I almost got a hiccup. Um, This is one of those lovely episodes where I'm actually going to be reading from one of my books. Um, I'm going to be reading from Unboxed. Identity, Reclamation, and Finding Freedom Within the Facets of Self. This is my most recently released book um, as of recording this, and um, it was released in 2022, and it's a great one. It's very much about um, help. Actually, you know what? Here we go. I'm going to read from the back. I don't normally do this. I'll read you the little blurby from the back, and if that sounds interesting to you, you can grab it off of my website, Um, but it says, a calling card for the misfits and a peek. Oh my God. I can't even read my own stuff. A calling card for the misfits and a peek behind the curtain at taking life back from trauma, inspiring you in finding your own steps towards owning your identity, reclaiming who you are and experiencing freedom within yourself. This book is a memoir for what was an anthem for what is to come and guidance for how we can heal. And then there's also a little quote on the back that says, death gets a lot less scary when you've already died hundreds of times in your own head. Thankfully, the few attempts I did make stayed just that, attempts. Anyway, uh, very personal book, very, very deep, very good. I like it. You get to learn via stories um, and it's really awesome. So I'm going to be reading from this book today um, from the chapter artists. I'm going to flipsies. Ooh, so satisfying. (laughs) The sound of pages. Um, I'm going to read from this chapter and then we'll have a little chat afterwards um, about art as therapy and call it a day. (laughs) All right, here we go. When I was in college, I received feedback about my work as a whole from a professor of mine early on. Everything you photograph looks like an ad for a product, she said, trying to convince me to shoot differently. But I enjoyed product photography, and I knew that was the direction I wanted to head with my work. So despite having my intuition be so clear, I changed course for nearly the rest of my college experience. It wasn't until I I neared my senior thesis show that I shut that voice out and went back to my style. Things had felt incredibly flip-flopped for me. I knew where I wanted to root myself in college, and I was told that I needed to uproot myself instead. Apologies. Um, explore, experiment, and try different things. After college, as I started my business, I wanted to journey through my many curiosities, but most coaches, colleagues, and business books told me I needed to get specific, root down, and pick one thing. 
I can imagine it all registered on a deep internal level as two simple words. You're wrong. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you feel is right for you, whatever feels fulfilling to you that you want to pursue, don't. It takes time to shut off other voices that plant seeds in your mind and have had time to grow and suffocate your unique voice. But through consistent tending, I've weeded out so much. Art is my soul food, and no one else can tell me what nourishes it and how to do it. I can allow myself to see others as teachers, inspirations, examples, etc. I don't need to reinvent any wheels and force my head into the sand acting like I know best. But I can stop the comparison. I can let my voice lead first and foremost. I can hear what is shared and make my own choices, finding a balance between the technical and the intuitive. Making art comes in so many different forms and is such an immersive and blossoming process, beautiful in its own right, whether we speak of painting or coding. However, it also intrinsically involves intentional vulnerability, criticism, unsolicited opinion, open-ended interpretation, and deep commitment through it all. An artist's life can seem laid back or glorified if we're not going with the starving artist paradigm. Leaving one to think that a person just gets to make art all day. And yes, it has those tip of the iceberg moments that help to make everything else worth it. But it is also so much more than that. I wouldn't say this path is easy. Binding, your, binding what you share with the world to your most inner self, blending the realities of who you are with what you create. Having the willingness to try and fail time and time again, pushing yourself to new heights while also seeking challenges that save you from the pitfalls of stagnation and unaltering repetition. To me, it's a risk. Its risk has always been worth its reward. It is, however, the essence of vulnerability. Being so raw and reflective opens a door to opinions and criticism that can even come from yourself. Creations becoming cliff edges that we must be mindful of while treading them. For the view is breathtaking, but enough careless steps with how we treat ourselves can lead to our demise. What enamors me is how incredibly healing that journey can be. Again, the view is breathtaking, and it can offer us peace and perspective that we may not otherwise gain as we navigate the monotonous rhythms that life can hold. Art has always served as therapy for me. Singing and poetry carry me through my darkest mental spaces. Photography helped bring to reality how I wanted to see the world. Jewelry making aided in my healing. Web design expanded my sense of self-confidence. Dancing connects me with my body and the pureness of living with presence. Publishing books that unearth my shadows and remedy them with their most needed medicines. How can I not own art my life and an, and an undying commitment to having the healthiest relationship possible with that aspect of myself? Oh my goodness, sorry. Got a little got a little stumbly there at the end. But that is it. So I wanted to share that that bit from the book um just to kind of share a little bit of my experience um with art and and also how art has been a therapy for me because it really has been in in so many ways and what I think is is beautiful about art as well is that art I believe art can be so many different forms, even things that we might not consider art. Like in the passage, you know, I referenced coding um, as an art form. And a lot of people, um, you know, look at numbers and don't uh, 
reference it as art, you know, or, or create those connections, um, with it as being art. Um, but I, I see, gosh, I I feel like I see everything as art personally, um, whether we're like color coding a spreadsheet or, or coding or painting or dancing or writing, you know, all of these, um, outlets. And so actually I wanted to look up the definition of art, which I did. And the definition, um, is the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination. Now it goes on to say typically in a visual form, such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. But I really like kind of sticking with that first portion, where it's the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination. You know, architects are artists, designers are artists, um, you know, and, and and there are so many ways that we create art, you know, whether it's posting a, a photo on Instagram or making a TikTok or um, I don't know, there's, there's so many ways and, and it can be things that we share and things that we don't share, you know, for, building, you know, model airplanes or something. All of this stuff is art as therapy. And I, I believe it's a, it's a really beautiful, just outlet for expression. And sometimes we really can learn so much about ourselves, um, and what we might be struggling through or, you know, what space we might mentally be in. Um, when we get to kind of see that back to us, um, you know, f- and, and, and it's, ju- it's just a way for us to learn that I think it does come up in, you know, when people do like talk therapy, right? Those kinds of things are what comes out. Um, and of course, questions are posed and it's more of a conversational format, but that's not going to work for everybody. Um, and I do also think that art as therapy is a, is a great option, you know, over something like journaling. As much as I am a fan of words <laughs> in the sense of, you know, I, I write books, right? Like I'm an author. I have this podcast. It is speaking. Um, I love to have conversations with people. Words are such a, a huge form of, of art and therapy for me. And as much as I love them, they are not the only way. And um, I, I never want people to feel tripped up because those forms aren't working for them. Um, you know, I have learned so much about myself through different like art pieces that I have created. Um, like there was one... Um, embroidery that I did where I embroidered, I was embroidering on a black fabric in gold, but also embroidering bones, like actual bones onto the piece. And it really, I, you know, I started out with one idea and then it kind of ended up turning into something else. And it was just, it was just for me to do. It wasn't for me to sell. It wasn't for any other reason except for me to just make a thing. Um, and I was like, wow, it really kind of showed me how much I embody this level of contrast and also seeking beauty in the the macabre and the really dark um, aspects of life and how there's always the spin on on finding the beauty in it. And, and I was able to see that literally just through what I was choosing to create um, through this art piece. And that was really fascinating um, to learn. You know, it was, it was fascinating to, to come across and, 
I'm trying to think of like other art forms hmm, that I could give as an example. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm like looking around uh, my room. <laughs> there's, there's like, oh, that's another thing. Um, uh, like I've looked back at some of my past drawings and things, um, where some of my favorite techniques are like stippling where it's basically, you make a whole picture with just a bunch of, it's comprised of a bunch of little dots. And, um, I've also done just like very, um, meticulous, repetitious patterns and so it really like allowed me to see the, I don't want to say monotony, but like it's, it's the tedious, like my, my draw in love for the tedious and the repetitious and the pattern and organization of things um, and being able to see that as part of myself and, you know, recognizing you can learn so much about yourself through just different, different art forms, right? Um, even for another example, I'm just, I'm just trying to give examples so you can kind of see how this could potentially apply to your life. Um, you know, I love um, like web design. And that it, that is like partial coding um, and also just like working with different like assets and attributes and things. And um, through doing that, like I can see how much like there is this uh, joy in, in problem solving, in, in hitting a wall where something doesn't work and getting really creative and finding a solution. And um and also, too, I think what can be very revealing with art as well that I do want to point out is that although it can teach you about your the things you're drawn to and like aspects of your own self and your own identity, it can also reveal where there might be lessons or areas of growth or something that you might be struggling with. And, um, and it can bring that to your awareness. And it's not because of the art, it's because of what's going on inside. And so if I am, you know, I have learned so much about like, oh gosh, before it was very much like my sensitivity to criticism, not as much now. Um, but just things like, you know, learning, do you have issues with patience? Um, do you, you know, are you feeling like you have um, issues or areas of growth that's, that's a better way to frame it. Areas of growth around patience or areas of growth around feedback, areas of growth around um, confidently sharing what you make, right? Um, or presenting yourself to other people. Do you have areas of growth where um, uh, maybe somebody gives you you know, a suggestion and you get very defeatist and you just give up and you throw it away? you know? Um, so is there an area of growth with your perseverance? <laughs> um, things like that. Anything where there is like a sensitivity or a reactionary, um, like, a, like a reaction to something, whether it involves another person or just involves you, um, you know, that's something to, to pay attention to. That is kind of like when you're in therapy and uh, that, you know, or in just a conversation with somebody and they go, Hey, you know, I noticed you kind of do this thing and they, and they bring it to your attention. 
this is just another way for those areas of growth to be brought to your attention um, in a really beautiful way where, you know, you can kind of do it within the solitude of, of yourself um, and not from a place of, oh, I need to be better, but just from a place of, oh, I noticed that really gets to me or I kind of react in that way. Do I feel like that's who I want to be or that does that feel in alignment or does that feel like I I I wouldn't want to choose that response but that's just how I reacted automatically. Um and then you can come in and be really intentional about who you are and why that might be the case and if you don't know why just making a choice of going well do I want to continue that pattern of behavior or do I want to release it? You know and and really just, it really is just living with a, a thoughtfulness, right? And we can, we can gain access to that kind of reflection and information through art, which is really cool. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that as a bit of a topic um, for this episode. And hopefully it inspires you um, or gives you a different way to look at um, how you know, just making something, coloring something, building something um, can actually um, be such an insightful process that can be really uh, beneficial to you as a whole. So I enjoy talking about this with you. If you would like to ask any questions or continue the conversation, um, all you have to do is join our Back to Happy tier that is $10 a month over on Patreon. And you can join our Discord chat or our monthly Zoom calls and, um, and be able to talk about this, this episode a bit further with us, um, all of us that are over there. So you are welcome to join us there. We would love to have you. And if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my services, books, and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.